Hey guys, welcome to the Thrive 24 podcast. On today's episode, we have a good friend of mine and fellow coach, Scott North. We chat everything running, everything to do with running in 2024 and the new year. So hopefully it provides a hell of a lot of value for you guys. If you'd like to find Scott, you can find him on Instagram at underscore Scott North. Right, let's get into it. The reason I wanted to bring you on today was... You're probably the most avid runner I know right now <laughs> in, in regards to going on your Instagram, all your stories, you do park runs, you do, and you do fast runs as well. Um, and I think that we're coming into a time, I said probably last year to this year, including myself, have become what I'd call like a hybrid athlete. We strength train and we either do, we do some form of cardio, cycling and swimming, running, whatever. And I think running has really like a lot of people have fell in love with it but I still think a lot of people still have a negative sort of mindset towards it the reason I say that is because many of my clients when they first come to me I'm like oh we're gonna get you to running I hate running and then six weeks down the line they're like I'm in love with it I love these long distance runs I've loved seeing me accomplish all these things and I think that bringing you on today just will be able to give people value about okay why you should start running how to start running what you need to be doing whilst running um, and just help them get really clear um, but firstly just give me a little bit more of a background about okay what it is you do and also um the runs like you know your distances what have you achieved marathons half marathons so what does it do obviously i'm a coach yes yeah. um i coach most people in person and some online the primary thing that I typically focus on is fat loss for mm-hmm. most individuals. Um, now that being said, it would be fat loss, but a lot of it would also be focused on performance. So running performance, strength performance, because I think fat loss is a bit boring yeah. to focus on entirely. So that is what I do typically. Take someone on, get them to lose fat, and then also um, help them reach targets in the gym and running wise um, along and that basically makes it a lot easier to lose the fat because if you're enjoying the process a lot more you're mm-hmm. a lot more likely to stick to it and succeed yeah. so. it, I mean that always I always say the same thing about um, when it comes to exercise I say never associate it with fat loss um, I, I say just break it from one side to the other make it you know, your fat loss is where you've got your nutrition and you've got like your daily activity. And then the other side, your exercise is where you get fitter, stronger, more confident. 100%. Once you look at it that way, you build a positive relationship and you never get in that place where, you know, I couldn't think of anything worse. And I hear this a lot. People will jump on a treadmill and they'll be like, I've burnt 300 calories. And then they'll go and be like, I can eat 300 calories now. And it, it's, a, it's a difficult situation to, you know, a lot of people have grown up with that many years. Um, and I feel as if, well, times are changing now, and I think people know that if you know they want to exercise to feel good as well now more than any. You've said it like a very interesting point. Like when a lot of people start to mm-hmm. exercise, they always tend to like I'm going to go to the gym to lose, to weight. lose weight, yeah. and it, it, it's it's that that blows my mind, in in the sense that like you don't have to go to the gym to lose weight. You can start running, you can start tennis sports, mm-hmm. you can go hiking, you can start friggin' playing golf. Yeah. Whatever you enjoy that gets a bit of exercise in, then you look at the nutrition. Yeah. The nutrition you know yourself is the hardest part. We all love food. Yeah. 
and that's that's the because like new year new me january yeah i'm in the gym at the moment i see so many people like from from my perspective on the treadmills yeah looking like they're not having a great time mm-hmm. and i nearly want to go over but i can't because i'm working but like, excuse me would you like to yeah. join my session just join it and see how you get on no pressure but just to really see this vibe and yeah. enjoy the exercise it's just that's what it's about you know once you start actually and the, how you like enjoy exercise and i find this with all my clients is just start progressing get better if you get better at anything you do in life literally i think it would be anything you start feeling happy you start feeling good how do you start hobbies i start painting i painted awful first the next one's better i'm going to carry on mm. but i think this is the issue though is that especially this time of year new year's resolutions i think running is one of the big ones that people oh. take on they go i'm going to start doing 5ks i'm going to sign up to races i'm going to make sure i'm doing all this and but they do that in the back of their mind because they're like i'm going to run because i need to lose weight they're not doing i'm going to run so that i can do x distance the next time mm-hmm. And that is where as I, it is a bit of a switch up. Yeah. And I know you've done, I think you've done marathons before, haven't you? Many marathons, if anything. Four, maybe. Four, okay. Four. Um, um, like a few halves. It's scattered yeah. about a lot of half. And yeah, it's and a few, well, one, one actual race 5K. Yeah. I'm doing 5K next week as well. Okay. I'm trying to break at that sub 20 minute. Bar. Okay, insane. I'm four seconds off it. So it's, I think I, I have it. Yeah, like the training that I'm doing for my marathon is has got me to the point where like running a, a sub four minute kilometer. Yeah, is is that's crazy. You're just basically sprinting the whole time. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I go fast, but you're you're really one thing about you. You're you're tall. Yeah, you've got that like nice long leg strides. That yeah, will typically help. Yeah, I know, yeah. And then, then again as well, though. Well, you say, you say that. My, I meant my 10K, it wasn't snow, but my 10K was about an hour and 18 minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, that was me in snow. That was me also um, getting stopped by traffic lights every two seconds. Oh, yeah. Um, but my, my 5K average is normally sits around about the 25, 26 minutes. Still. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like if, you're, if you're looking at it, breathe it, like you just have to simply practice the pace that you want. Yeah, to achieve the the time that you're looking. So if you are looking, I'll just use me as an example. But mm-hmm. Like you can look it up on like um, pace conversions. Type in pace conversions. Okay, yeah, and you'll yeah. find it. If you're looking to do a five k PB, mm-hmm. first thing you want to do is what pace do I need to run to achieve it. For me, it needs to be four minute kilometers, which is like oh, six minute something miles. Yeah. Um. So you practice what you call your 5k race pace mm-hmm. in some of your runs. Yeah. You practice interval running as well. So this is 400 meter, 600 meter, 800 meter, 1.6 yeah. or a mile intervals mm-hmm. as fast as you can. And that typically will get you there. And then alongside you also just need some slow runs to I can explain about slow run. Do you know much about the slow run? Like, and why? Yeah, so when it comes to, so I think let's bring it to basics. So obviously, because New Year's, people are going to be starting running. Yeah. Firstly, don't do it for fat loss. <laughs> uh, yeah, like. Um, do it to feel good. Yeah, I will say that fat loss running, the problem with the two is that 
to run better, you need to fuel your body with carbohydrates yeah. to run better and faster. If you're starving yourself before a run or starving yourself throughout the week and you're doing a few runs, there's no wonder why you're going to stop because the runs will Th- that's why That's why you hate it because you're not yeah, feeling fuel, fuel, fuel even good enough. I couldn't imagine going for my long run mm-hmm. tomorrow without eating yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because you said, so like when I was at my, when I was getting ready for the photo shoot towards the end when my calories were really low. What were they at? Um, my lowest were, I think it was like 16. Um, six foot something, are you? Six three. Yeah, um, it was sixteen or seventeen, and it and that that was like two weeks I think prior, and it, and before that it was then eighteen for a, for a sustained period. Even then, the runs I found more difficult than ever. Um, mm-hmm. Still getting them done, but they just weren't consistent. Yeah. Uh, it was because I wasn't fueling fueling. Um, I didn't have enough fuel to be doing it. Yeah, but. Okay, so firstly, so okay, someone wants to get out and get started running. How I always say to start is, okay, set yourself a base run. And what I mean by that is I get um, my clients to basically do a run consistently at a slow pace, see how long they can possibly go for. Then normally, you know, for me, it's uh, a lot of the lads and a lot of lads listening to this year, you know, you're probably quite overweight. Normally you end up sitting around about, a, a kilometer and a half, maybe two kilometers at max. Mm-hmm. Reason I always get that base is then, okay, I see it as very similar, like progressive overload in regards to the gym. And for my lads, so for us, it's different. I'm running three times, you're running, I'm guessing more than that a, a week. Yeah, like four or five times. Four, four or five times. And so for my lads, it's like more like one or twice, one or two times a week. So in regards to the long runs, I'm pr- pretty much every single run is for them a going to be the long yes. run it's yes. going to be the zone two zone three yes i think until you want to start really boosting like your speed and stuff then that's when speed sessions and things come in um Can what i suggest go on, go on. some things yeah that, yeah that would help with like initially beginning with with running yeah um this is from myself and from my coach um so like if a person is very new to run and they're, they're a bit scared of the whole process of running one of the best things to do is like set them a time limit to go in so okay. just just say i want you to go for 15 minutes and during that 15 minute period i want you to run for um one minute mm-hmm. and then i want you to walk for two minutes yeah and i want you to do that until the 15 minute period is finished mm-hmm. and then that's it and what this allows you to do is most, and this happens a lot, when a beginner runner goes out, they do they, they tend to go out of the gate like they're Fast. like they're Usain Bolt, <laughs> yeah. and then they're forced to get slower. Yeah. If they've, but we're the one minute on and two minutes off, you're going to still sprint on your first one, but then you'll have two minutes off, and then what that really gets you to think about is, okay, I was a wee busted that time. Because it was such a short time frame, it allows you to slow down. Yeah. Then, if you were looking to progress from that, mm-hmm. it simply would be to swap that around. So two minutes on and one minute off. Yeah. And then once you get to the next part, it would be, I just want you now to Con- continuously slowly run yeah. for the 15 minutes. And that's, that's a great way to break it in. 100%. Because, um, Especially for people starting out, yeah. that's a very easy way for you to do it. And without without feeling like, 
consistently in that running state? Like what I would say is from any beginner runner, they're all they're at, the, at the start when you're starting to run, the fatigue that you you the fatigue that you get from just doing a run at any kind of level when you're at the beginning stage, you're gonna just feel busted after each run. Yeah. So by doing the three minute on or like sorry, one minute on, one minute off, that reduces the fatigue. So it allows you to go out more frequently. Yeah. To build that what's called aerobic base yeah. get a wee bit more fitter and then sooner or later you you then can start to like for example if you tell a client i want you to go out for a 3k today but i want you to keep it really slow mm-hmm. they now know okay I, I need to keep it a bit slower than what i would run a normal 3k for them. yeah yeah and by running slower and running faster they can still they can be out a little bit more in the week without feeling so fatigued yeah and without getting any injuries yeah so it's that 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 help a wee bit with like, yeah 100% I think one of the big things I always say as well when you're doing them longer runs and as I said for my clients this normally is just the longer runs because we want to at least build up to at least that 5k then build up to the yeah. uh, 10k yeah. and for them I always then mention you want to be able to hold the conversation Yes. Zone two, zone three, you want to be able to imagine someone next to yourself. And to be honest, a lot of my lads, even, for example, a lot of them got girlfriends, they'll bring the girlfriends rather than run and, and use that as the base. And I'm like, that's actually so smart. That's very good. Um, yeah, yes. For me, I, I'm, I'm weird. I'll be running and I'll be speaking to myself. I do that too. Um, Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, it, it, it's such an easy way, isn't it? To, because especially watches nowadays, it, it's not that great overall and like heart rate wise. Yes. Can, you know, and then you look at your heart rate and you're like, oh, it's 150, that's okay. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, now I've said it's 150. Uh, and now I'm getting stressed. Now it's going to yeah, go yeah, 160. Um, so for me, it's like, I'll just go while I'm running in the park or whatever. I'll literally just start saying just things to myself. And then I just know then, okay, my heart rate's okay. I can hold a conversation. Yeah, there's, there's so many different ways to do it. Um, for me, I have like a heart rate strap. Yeah, okay. That, that, that then is that's like, taking it next level. The next level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we wouldn't really talk about it. And and that costs money. That costs, yeah. oh God, it can cost £110 now. Yeah. But they're brilliant in terms of the accuracy that you get from the heartbeat beat feedback. Yeah. The slow one would stop the runs. Yeah. For example, just me as an example, if my heart rate's going above the zone that I'm allocated to, mm-hmm. I have to slow right down. And that's a big ego check. Yeah. So uh, slow right down, Scott, you're going way too fast stay in that zone so if it's zone two watch everyone oh they don't like running zone two you gotta go as slow as you can yeah like you know yourself zone two is like zone two is slow slow yeah really um, slow yeah like it's incredibly slow but as i always said to someone see after a zone two run if i said i want you to sprint as hard as you can you should be able to yeah like without feeling much fatigue yeah obviously what i mean by much fatigue is you shouldn't feel like, oh, I'm really slow to start off. You should be able to just go as hard as you can. And obviously after 100 minutes, you're going to be able to bust it. Yeah. If that's a good idea. If, if, if that's just me throwing ideas out there, because that's what I've done. No, no yeah. I, I remember when I very first done my first zone two run. And for me, I, I hated it. Um, because it just didn't feel right. It felt like I was, <laughs> I was going so slow. But then... Sometimes I, you feel like you're walking. Yeah, but then afterwards... They're now my favourite runs because I just literally can just feel as if I'm just floating. And you, you finish the run and you're like, well, bloody hell. And it's, you know, you've done your run and 
what, obviously over time you've built your speed, you've built up um, distances. You look at your watch and you're like, oh my God, I've done this distance in this time. And it, it feels like I've done nothing. Yes. And it's such a good feeling to have. But I think what would you say is from the get go, like say three running essentials. So say someone, it's new year. They're like, okay, I actually want to start running for the right reasons. What are like three essentials you would say? Big, from a beginner perspective, yeah, I'm yeah. talking, you want to begin, you're nervous about going out for running, you're actually shitting yourself about going out running. Yeah, well, see, I, by beginner, I would even mean, so a lot of lads have tried running before. Oh. A lot of lads have played football before, and they can yeah. run, they can, they've run an odd 5K race, whatever. Yes, okay. But then they, they get to a stage where they're like, okay, um, they haven't run in years. Um, what would you say are the essentials that you need to make sure you have? You need to make sure you have. I'm going to get this open because okay. this will actually stop me from chatting. Waffling on. <laughs> chatting shit. I'd say the easier on yeah. is an essential thing to learn how to do. Now, I'm going to explain this as quickly as possible so yeah. that people gather the best idea of what an easy run is. So, Charlie, if I said to you, I want you to go run for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and you just say you run, like say you run 9K, yeah. that's fast yeah. in 30 minutes, right? That's, that's going to build up lots of fatigue. Yeah. You're going to be really, really tired, probably about your whole day's ruined yeah. and you might be a bit frightened to go out again because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. shockingly fast, okay? That's a fast run, yeah. okay? But then if I said to you, I want, to go out, I want you to go out 30 minutes and I only want you to run 3k yeah that's 10 minutes yeah. per kilometer you'll finish that run same time as the faster one but barely any fatigue yeah and you'll be able to go again and not be injured yeah and the best thing about it is you've obviously built up your aerobic fitness you do build up your aerobic fitness through both yeah but more so with the slower run because it's nice and relaxing, yeah. your heart rate's in the right zone. So that's that help a bit of that yeah, one. 100%. So get your easy run right. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's slow, 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 embarrassingly slow to the point where it's happened to me where I got overtaken by someone who was walking their dog fast. So <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my first slow run was Saturday, 9 a.m. in my park. Little did I know, there was a park run on every Saturday morning in that park. I had my headphones in. All of a sudden, it was like a stampede of people just sprinting past me. I felt as if I was so slow. There, there, was, there was girls and everything, like, proper just launching themselves. And I was like, oh. I was like, well, I've, well I'm struggling. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. It, it's an ego check, and I think, but it's the best thing ever. Like, because, like, if you're, like, some of the pros, they'd be running really slow as well. Like, mm-hmm. when I say a pro, I'm talking someone who runs a sub two hour yeah. two thirty marathon. Yeah. You know, that's elite and they're they're well their their slow paces are around say seven minutes. It's crazy where the paces are. So, um, but when they're fast paces are yeah. Just scary. Well I think this is one that we'd probably agree on and I'm gonna jump in on it is you need a good pair of shoes. Yes. Um, I would say people forget because I I've had lads who have ran before and they just, wear, they just wear their normal trainers out. And I'm just like, it's, it's just going to be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it's... Uh, mm-hmm. That would be a, better, a good pair of trainers. It's really, really good. 
I know you, you love your trainers as well. I know, I've, uh, bought, I've, bought, I've <laughs> bought, bought two new on them. She's there, she's like, there's no need for it, Taylor. What, um, what would you say, is, what would you go for? For, um, for my like long runs and easy runs yeah. and beginner runs, I would call it like, I would go for like a hawker. So, yeah. And um, you get um, the likes of like Clifton's, Clifton yeah. Nines are called. I do. I've got Clifton Sevens, that's how old my shoes are. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have uh, ones called Mac Fives, that's the ones I always run in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a little bit less heel protective, they're a little bit less spongier, but they're nice to wear yeah and they're great for my long runs so i would say that the long runs is picking something that's going to be comfortable on your feet yeah it's um for the you know i think as well so you've got your hokers you've also got like um saucony i think or however you would say that but they do the is it like endorphin i think they're nice they're like the elite elite ones yeah they're pretty cool yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're comfy as well um they're really good, but then when it comes to race day, I think you'd probably go for I don't know, like Alpha Flies or something. I've got a pair of like Alpha Flies on the yeah. under the bed there, uh, and they're yeah. for that. They're for the London Marathon actually. Um, yeah, they 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 are good, but just don't be training in them all day. Yeah, wear them like once or twice for big fast ones. If if say one of your clients to, to get used to them as well, yeah. But um, they're not ideal to train in. So for, for, for the average person. I would say if you're not going, even on race days, you could wear the Hoka. Oh yeah, so, like I've wore, I wore my Mac Fives, the ones I do all my like easy runs and all in, for a few of the races, just because I like the way my foot bends in them. Yeah, yeah if it yeah. feels good, it feels yeah. good. But I, no, yeah. So I, I think not to overcomplicate it, but I'd say you just need a good pair to start with. Yeah. Um, not running out with like your normal trainers or I know it sounds terrible, but none of these like 60 pound like running shoes because oh, they're just God. not going to ha- help you at all. Yeah. Um, Hoka is my, uh, is probably my favourite. As I said, I've got like Clifton 7s and I, actually to be honest, I should buy a new pair, but I just find them so comfortable to do my yeah. long runs in. You'll find a pair like the Mac 5s that I chat about. Yeah. I've had one, two, three pairs of them. Yeah. Because I like them. And yeah. That's it. I just, I, you can't beat them. Um, what would you say, um, so a lot of people, you said you were in the gym and obviously it's busy now, running treadmill, running outside? Oh, here, for me, it's going to be outside. Yeah, um, same. I, I ran on the treadmill there like three weeks ago. Yeah. And it's boring. It's boring, it's actually hard yeah. because it's so warm. And like, it's, uh, I was just like, it's just, like I was running the pace that I was supposed to be running. Yeah. I was like, this feels like I'm... Flying like it wasn't. A, it just felt like so laborious. It was yeah. really hard to do. Um, but number three there because you because the ones that I have would yeah. be probably a bit more, a little bit after yeah. you've maybe ran your five and ten k. So yeah, just things to consider. Um, well, okay. So for example say the the general basis. Okay, beginner to get to five k is I would say and you can jump in at any point i'd say firstly like either set that base run or do a run like what you said where you do like 15 minutes where you walk and then you take two minutes rest and then you just slowly progress through that that's great that is like i swear and i really good give it a go if someone's really like say overweight yeah perfect um because they're forced to slow down so much yeah and like and like even better what you'll find some of that might message you want to hear actually so in the last like six minutes there, I was just feeling good, so I ran the whole thing. Yeah. That's where it starts. Yeah. That's when you know that they're starting to click into it, and then they might go the next time. You don't say anything, you go, fair play, fair play. Yeah. And you let them keep doing it, and suddenly they've 
they link it. And they go, okay, let's go do 3K full. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's brilliant. It, go it, ahead, it, I interrupted you there. No, no, it's all right. But it, it just it gets you into it. And then I think, okay, that's the base to 5K, as I say, is probably one of the hardest, the zero to five. And then I've kind of found the five to 10 was really easy. Um, it kind of like, it, was, it felt as if it was in no time. I clicked my fingers and I was doing 10. Yeah, I'd say five to 10. And then when you go from 10. And then this is then the next level. You go, you go from 10 to, to like the, what's it, 21. Yeah. Um, the half marathon. That, that's actually difficult. I can't wait for it. <laughs> like it's the, like, I, I always say to someone when you go, go for that one, like, there's no problem if you don't fully believe in yourself that you can do it, that is okay because it's something that's outside of reach and you may have not done before. Yeah. So it's good to feel nervous. That means you're doing something that's very difficult. Yeah. Um, but you will get there. And it's just, it, it's uh, half marathons are great because yeah. you finish it and it's long, but at the same time, you're like, I'm not going to, I'm not dying. Yeah. You will be dying, but when you, if you decide, yeah. yeah. You'll know what I mean, but you just feel like you've been. I I, w- I will be looking at doing a marathon. Yeah, um, after class. that, um, which I'm excited for. But okay, so no to five k is is, I think it's so difficult. It's pretty simple mm-hmm. in regards to just how to get there. Um, I have a lot. Of, I had three lads um, who joined last month, um, start of December, um, this month all all of them have gone from around about i'd say 1.5 to 2k is what their or base runs were to now actually running the 5k is every single one of them that's very good um and obviously time for me right there doesn't matter as long as they're running it continuously oh, yeah um and focus on the zone two zone three that's the most important yeah. Yeah. five to 10k are we getting there i've never like for me i think well if, if, if it was me and i was going yeah. to my clients so you've, you've got to the five to the 10k mark you, you are, I would have... No, so, so you're going from 5K to try and reach that 10K. Yeah, so like I would have them definitely doing like a tempo or an interval session. Mm-hmm. Um, so tempo or interval session. Tempo typically is you're running a little bit less than your race pace mm-hmm. on the average of the run, which mm-hmm. means you still could be running race pace throughout the tempo yeah. but you're maybe slowing down a bit so that's bringing the average pace down to below the average of the run yeah and interval you're going to be doing some sort of speed a lot faster than you ever would run the 10k um intervals are be 400 meters 600 meters right up to the mile of the of like interval miles mm-hmm. and the reason why we're doing that is because they are very very tough mm-hmm. so you do a few of them you do say one le- one session a week is plenty alongside of like a long eight, a long yeah. run see when someone say in about three weeks when someone says you just got to do that 10k you'll have a pace in mind for the 10k that you'll do yeah and you've ran a lot faster in them interval sessions it'll feel easy yeah because you're you've built the muscular strength to be able to carry you across the the 10k finish line don't get me wrong it's gonna be hard would would you say that it's more like okay so obviously we on long runs you build a zone two zone three them sort of the speed runs you're building that zone four zone five zone four is zone four zone five um so technically um th- uh, threshold anaerobic threshold yeah. that's what it helps so anaerobic threshold is knowing your lungs are burning your legs are on fire yeah and you may have even felt that if you ever go out on to like a so if you yourself, Jal, went for like a 10k race, yeah. we all, have you ever done one? No. Uh-huh. 
see if you can find one just sign up it's yeah. a really good experience you'll get a real good buzz like I've done I've done a 5k I haven't done 10k but like your legs will feel a bit weird as if they've disappeared yeah yeah that's the anaerobic threshold it's not efficient enough simply all it means is it's getting rid of all the lactate from your, your muscles quick enough so them interval runs help flush mm, it all yeah. out and combine that with your zone 2 zone 3 or your aerobic helps basically push you further and longer yeah. so that's the you train both of those zones and the anaerobic and aerobic to, to just yeah so perform well so basically then once, once, once you're on that there you're You've got your interval and your tempo runs and your slow runs and that yeah. takes you to marathons as well. Yeah. That's where well, you go. Well, I think then it's, it, it is just about, just to keep it as basic as possible, it's just about the progressive overload then. It's the same as like how you would act in the gym. Mm. You just progress on each and everything. Whether that means you, you know, your um, intervals, you pushing for a certain time. Yeah. That's like you pushing for an extra rep. Mm-hmm. Um, you pushing for an extra half a kilometre on a long distance run. It's like you, I said, it's like you maybe doing an extra set, for mm-hmm. example. It's all these things. It, it's, I think people make things too complicated and when it doesn't have to be. Yes, like I would say one great thing that I've learned from my coach, who coaches me now, his name's Kieran, mm-hmm. um, is like to make a long run um, go longer mm-hmm. and easier without you thinking is have it divided in segments of, say, a 3K warm-up, a wee bit in between where it's like maybe let's have you run at like a faster pace mm-hmm. and then a wee bit after that where you kind of run a wee bit slower and then at the end a 3k cool down and without realizing it your clients may be around a four or five k longer than they should than they have been before yeah. and that because uh, basically if you're out in a run on the, and you have to maintain a pace the whole way through um and you have to keep doing that every week that's quite fatiguing yeah so mixing it up a wee bit helps that's not it's not as complicated as it sounds yeah you just kind of i could even show you some of the stuff that i do yeah just give you well, an it, well I, I know like even for myself when i've done runs like where i'll maybe go all out for like 800 meters uh, and then rest for like a good few minutes and then by the time i'm done i've done a, quite a big distance yeah that, that's brilliant i love like oh i say i love my <laughs> um they go faster than you think but they, 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 the, yeah. the, the killers but because it's such a short sort of like yeah. thing it does feel good yeah, um, my end of our runs are they usually head about the 20k mark oh, okay like, let's, uh, yeah, end, I mean, let's end the podcast there yeah. <laughs> like that's, uh, that, that's, what, that's where I've got to yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but it, it was just that slow progression and the thing is as well is always remember people if you play the long game just take your time it's, you're going to improve improve there's going to be runs where you've definitely went out on runs where you've started and you're like 3k deep and you're like i'm finished um it's like yeah. you know i've got a stitch my legs aren't feeling good i don't know what's going on yeah that happens oh it happens all the four time weeks ago yeah and that broke my leg and I, I i spoke to the coach it was like i know i should um i was like the way i read it, i was like i know i have to look at this from the the outside in was yeah. acting really diplomatic and calm I was like, that was fucking horrible. Yeah, like, yeah. The pieces that you give me, which were my Martin piece at the time, I was like, how the flip? I could barely hold it for a K. Yeah. I ever thought it was falling apart. And he just said, like, you're going to get them. Yeah. But 30 year runs should feel good. 30 year runs should feel okay. And then a 30 year runs should feel shit. Yeah. If there's a bit of an imbalance in that, then 
Yeah. It's, it's similar. It's similar again. Same with the gym. You are going for sessions and you just feel weak, feel oh, tired. So, so it, it, it is exactly the same. But people think that the it's understanding that the progress isn't going to be there every single time. It's you not know, there. like it's it's all over the show. It's like a, yeah, yeah. literally. You know, the the other week I ran, I um I was ill in in Latvia and I went for my first run. It was on the treadmill, which made it even worse. Yeah. And it was a hundred degrees in that gym. But um, I got to three kilometers. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I've got nothing more than the tank here. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I, I had a stitch about a kilometre in and I just, I just forced myself through it. My legs were feeling weak. I was like, and then I just thought to myself, okay, I was like, that's 3K more than I normally would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, than I would have done X amount of, ta- X amount of months, months ago. And the fact that I've just got over Ill- illness, it's warm in here. It, the, this, you know, I've also didn't have running shoes on. I had like uh, Nike free runs. They're called running shoes. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. Like, like the soles of our... The yeah. tiniest bit, uh, yeah, thing, you it's, know. it's funny, like you can, it's a character development because like, it you, is. You just, you just mentioned several things there that all caused you to feel like the run was a lot more laborious than it should have yeah. been, and that's fine, yeah. Um, because I always say in my class, wind, you're going to get that as well, yeah. So, what did you say? I said wind as well, wind, yeah. when it's windy, oh, oh uh, it blowing at you. I see when the long worse than going for a run, and you're like, I'm flipping ace in this, and then you turn the corner, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's probably right because I had the tailwind yeah. pushing me for the last eight miles, but I have to run the way back, yeah. and it's like running's humbling, like, yeah, it's it's very humbling. Um, and then it, it's very good though, especially I love I love running through the city and stuff, and just running through places I wouldn't normally go. Yeah, because it's well, it's like going to be a. Well, that's what it allows you to do. I, I, nothing. I, I, every single holiday I go and I run where I am. That's class. I love it. Oh, you, it's amazing. You get lost. And, you, know. you don't even realize how far, how far you've gone. You've probably got an ultra marathon by the time you're done. Just going through it. Yeah, it's, it's um, it builds a lot of mental toughness. Um, I think running, I think for, for the people listening to this, obviously you've started, say it's New Year's, or it is New Year's, you've got New, New Year's resolutions, running is going to, it's not going to be easy, nothing, nothing in life worth having is easy. Um, but you build a really good mental toughness through things like running, through like going to the gym, and you should be able to, you know, to be able to live the best life possible, you need to have mental toughness. Um, it's like, it's like a bit of controversial one, but my argument is that you don't need to do an ice bath yeah. if you you do like running or training yeah. because you you're building that mental resilience yeah. because it's something you don't necessarily immediately get gratification yeah. of. You go and do it anyway, and you feel good after. Well, exactly with an ice bath, you do it, which I've, I've done. Yeah, Ooh, it's horrible, but you feel good after. Yeah. And I think it's I'm not knocking them actually, but like I think Ben had a post up about it. It was like. Uh, you know all this stuff like meal it was like meal biohacking effect yeah and like yeah all that carry on o- overthinking way too much like in your routine meditating journaling ice baths friggin lemon water yeah and it's like there's a routine for you it's probably working a lot better for you than trying to do all the stuff that's unnecessary yeah um but like sleeping eating really good yeah the, uh, end uh, of the yeah. day uh, one of my coaches said this to me and it stuck with me and all my clients. I say it to them all the time. They're fed up with me, hearing me say it. World-class basics equals world-class results. Say that again. World-class basics equals world-class results. Yeah. But if you just focus on the main, the basic things, you will make amazing progress. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Don't be wrong. Yes, you can do your eyes, you can do all that. 
yes, it will build some sort of mental toughness, but what, what builds more mental toughness? You going on a run for about an hour or you jumping in an ice bath for two minutes, you know, and it, let, when you do your ice bath and you do it for like two minutes, understand that feeling, how good that feeling feels. Imagine how you do that with something else in your life that is going to benefit you in other ways, starting a business, starting to get training, getting in shape, you know, and then no, that gives you that, it's classed as delayed gratification going in an ice bath, you could say, couldn't you? Yeah. It's, it's delayed in the fact of you're there for two minutes and then you come out and it's done um, and you put yourself in that hardship just and you feel good afterwards. Imagine what everything else in your life will feel like if you put it in that sort of effort towards yeah, it's, it. Um, that's, yeah, I don't know why I brought that up, but I just thought it was very relevant because you're seeing that a lot at the moment. A hundred percent. It's these trends, you know, people try and make things a million times more complicated than what they need to be. It doesn't have to be complicated. There's nothing wrong with doing these things if you want to do them. Yeah. Um, but end of the day, you don't need to. Work has basics. Yeah, work, work has basics. Results. Sleep, eat, water. Yeah. Nutrition. And, well, eating nutrition is the same thing. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting trying to think of like a, like a, th- a third point because I think I want to give you two for like the relevant days. That's okay. I think I think I think people have uh, we've yeah. gave enough value. I think yeah. altogether. If there's one last point you'd mention on say running, what would you give? What would you say? One last point. It could be a, anything at all. Let's see if I have anything on here. Yeah, I think this is just going to basically. What would be the most important out of all them there that we haven't mentioned? We've talked about anaerobic, aerobic, all the fancy stuff. Even just a bit of advice. Strength training. Strength training. Oh, like, we haven't actually talked about something. Go on. Like, you have a short point on that. How strength training benefits running. Mm-hmm. Like, and the other way around as well. Yeah, it, it's like night and day. You're going to, like, if you don't want to get injured, you're going to be strength training. And I think that's just so important because if you want to run well, you want to be able to not get injured. Yeah. And strength training is key to that. I think that uh, retaining a, little bit, a lot more muscle through the use of strength training will benefit your run as well. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's night and day. Yeah. Um, as I've been watching podcasts and stuff and it's like someone with little muscle when you get older isn't healthy. So I'd yeah. say it's true with running. If you just run, start getting really skinny. Don't get me wrong. If you're a pro, that's what you yeah. got to do. But be a hybrid athlete for the general pop. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I, I think something really good point on that just to end is when it comes to strength training, since I've started running, I've not had one running injury. And I put that down a lot to the fact that I strength train. And, and also on, to, on top of that, switch it the other way around. When I'm actually in the gym and strength training, I used to be blowing after doing like, lunges set, yeah, 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 yeah. I, after a set of lunges I'd be like <laughs> I'd be like having an asthma attack yeah, yeah since starting running that's completely changed and then I realised you know I'm so much far deeper into like for example like a leg day before I start blowing I feel good throughout so much more of it and I recover like that yep. um, I, I, you know I, I do lunges and yes I'll be tired straight after it give it like 20-30 seconds I feel like my heart rate's already came back down your ability to recover and bring your heart rate down in between each set of yeah. an exercise is drastically improved through the use of running and that's what I say to a lot of my strength clients who are doing massive lifts yeah. it's like we need to get you doing some cardio because 
your so ability to cover between sets was shocking yeah. to the point where you nearly feel sick before you even left your next set yeah and that's that's an issue yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know I mean? so um it's massively important for both and i always used to be one of those people that would think no i don't want to do it and i skip cardio for god knows how long yeah but that was also because i didn't set goals with it like i did with my training once i started looking at it like that and just seeing it as like that progression point i just fell in love with it and since then i haven't stopped it's funny like it's like i would have been against cardio too um i was a bodybuilder at one point yeah, yeah. um you lose all your gains what's you don't lose all your gains, but it's not as beneficial as purely bodybuilding, yeah. which is muscle focused. Um, but once I started doing it, like, yeah. you know, well, like, I mean, I look at someone like Nick Bear. There you go. He's if, you, if, if, if you want a hybrid athlete uh, physique, that is absolutely insane, and that's what we should all be striving for. He is amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is amazing. Like, oh. I, I love him. Like, I was going to mention him earlier on because, like, he's. I love watching him. Have you seen his new, newest? Um, no. I haven't seen his newest one, but you know, for his last marathon, he did like a two hour. He did two, a fast two thirty six, I think. That's fast, fast. Yeah, that's mad. Like for someone his size, it's mental. Yeah, like because what you were saying is he did a bodybuilding prep as well. Um, the, the yeah, and yeah. He was trying to run throughout it. Yeah, and he I listened to it must have been one of his uh, YouTube clips. Yeah, and he said he had to stop the running because it was too energy demanding yeah. and too impactful. Yeah. And that makes so much sense, especially yeah. like what, what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. you were doing a photo shoot, and I, I've done a photo shoot, and I know that running would help me. I felt like I was an empty body. I, <laughs> I felt like, just, like yeah. But we, uh, to be honest, we might even jump on another podcast, maybe chat about the photo shoots and things. I know you've done prep, you've done shows. I think I. Um, oh, you've done prep at least for a photo I was shoot. so close to doing a show. It was five weeks out, and then I um, yeah. I was like, this is not. Not good. Cold feet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'll say it now because the podcast still going. Like there probably will be a time when I will visit it again. Yeah. And try and do. I think that's, so that's life. It comes through different phases. To prove that I could do. It. Um. But at that time there was a few other mental things. Yeah. It was mainly mentally that I had been so broken by various aspects of my life, yeah. and I was like, I can't continue to do this because my business was just. Yeah, far I, I get you completely. There you go. Um, but no, that is it. Hopefully, that provided a lot of value for you guys. Scott, thank you very much. Right. Thank you very much for host, hosting me in your home. No, yes, um, thanks for um, coming. Like, and, like, you would just from here, got out of the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it. And I'm off out straight away. I'm gonna go meet up with a client for a little gym session. Oh, you go for class. a gym session? Yeah. Where, where are you going? Um, most likely a PO gym because them gyms that you sent me they're closed. I closed. Like, Sorry, mate. That's... It's alright. No, 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 no issue. Um, um, the yard's nice. Like, to be fair, they look sick. And but... Invictus is Invictus Gymnasium. Yeah. It's it's a bit further out, yeah. but it's class. Yeah, it's it's all black and blue. Looks yeah. looks apart. And as I say, I saw it on um, Thingy. It looks insane. But you know, independent gyms close early on a weekend, yeah, and it's always pure gym. You go. Yeah. Whatever one's closest. Uh, uh, if not, might meet up with some, get some food for my client, I'll see, but I'll sort it with them now. 